1: I need you to grab a handful of those dice now, Mike. Just a,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a good measure. And here we go. Welcome to the Oxventure d podcast. It's a critical hit to your brain. Roll dice. Dice go. Did that pick up?
3: I think so, yeah.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, flawless execution on the Oxventure Dungeons & Dragons podcast uh tagline yes. there so welcome to the oxventure dnd podcast it's a critical hit to your brain it's also a dnd podcast where we listen to old episodes of oxventure D and then we talk about them and reflect on yeah. them and um and uh such and such so today i'm jane the tiefling warlock prudence today and
3: every day pretty today
1: much today and for always and <laughs> i'm joined on this day by yes. who mike
3: it's me <laughs> Mike, it's him. who plays Egbert the Dragonborn Paladin.
1: Hooray! Hi. Coming in hot on a, fr- a Friday recording for a Friday oh, podcast. Yeah. It has been—I say—I know I say this every week, and it's true every week. But it has <laughs> been a week everybody.
3: It certainly has.
1: But today we're imminently uh, about to have the Oxventure d d Magic the Gathering crossover stream this evening oh, yeah. on Outside Xbox. That's Oxventure Big Deck Energy, we're calling it, where we're playing <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons with cards drawn from a Magic the Gathering deck. So that should be even more chaotic than usual. Head over to the YouTube channel or the link in, in the show notes to check that out. This
3: is Triumph triumphant return of Oxventure.
1: Yeah. The, yeah, weirdly. After
3: a little while.
1: Yeah. And there'll be more Oxventure D D coming next week to the channel. So um, yes I think we may have already exclusively revealed, and if not, here we are exclusively revealing that the MCM live show from MCM Comic Con will be on the channel next yes. week. So look forward to that. Two Oxventures in a row. <sighs> what Good a God. treat. What okay. a treat. Otherwise, what's been going on with you, Mike? How's how's life? Uh, it's
3: all right. Like you say, we've been very busy with all the sort of stuff, the video gamey stuff that's happening at the moment. There is still video gamey stuff. Yeah, happening you were streaming
1: team. yesterday evening with Alan on yeah. Outside Extra, weren't you? About the uh, mm-hmm. summer game fest with Jeff Keighley mm-hmm.
3: So lots of video game stuff. Outside of that, uh, I've been watching Stranger Things season four. I finished the the amount of Stranger Things that is available to watch right now. So that's got a bit of a D&D connection, obviously. Um,
1: uh, 100%. What was the big video game news from Summer Game Fest, just for anyone who's sort of marginally interested in video games?
3: Uh, well, the big reveal at the end was that they're remastering The Last of Us Remastered, I think. But now they're calling it The Last of Us Part 1. Um, okay. Oh, so I did see so that But because I only
1: saw it in passing I didn't fully understand what was going on Yeah,
3: it's a second remaster <laughs> It's of a the re-remaster Oh no,
1: are we, are we already at the phase in the cycle Of remastering remasters? Apparently so
3: apparently so. Uh, wow. so that was kind of big news um, There was uh, the return of um, A sort of Alien Isolation Style horror game Whose name I've immediately forgotten Because it's extremely uh, difficult to remember uh, But that looked quite good uh, there's a game called Witchfire. Which <laughs> wait, wait, like wait, wait, wait,
1: wait! If you're going to say it looks quite good, we've got to find out the name. All right. The very least we can do as our journalistic duty is to oh, describe yeah, a thing yeah. and then say We're what the thing was.
3: It was very late last night. I can't really remember anything that happened, but um, routine. It's called routine. It was announced like ages ago. Right. Ages like maybe even ten years ago it was announced, and it's it's finally returned. So. And it's um, an
1: alien. It looks like Alien game? Isolation,
3: but like with horrible murder robots, basically.
1: Okay, so. okay. Oh, I see. Routine. Yes. Mm. Not routine as in this is ordinary and usual, but yeah, routine like boring. a subroutine on a robot kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I get, it, so, I get it. Or
3: maybe even like your routine as a space janitor or whatever I see. on the spaceship. But it looks creepy as hell. It's got that same kind of like retro, like analog vibe that Alien Isolation had. And given that we're not going to see an Alien Isolation anytime soon... I think it's probably uh, a pretty good substitute. Closest
1: approximation.
3: Also, the new Ninja Turtles game is coming out next week, apparently. That, really? was why, that was the thing I was really excited about. There's a
1: little smattering of games coming out next week that I'm super excited about. We've got a pro Gymnast, Pro gymnastic yes. simulator. I'm really excited for that.
3: The Quarry is out today. The
1: Quarry, which, which is really um, sort of... Uh, Until
3: Dawn, Dark Pictures, Man of Medan type thing. Yeah. yeah by those guys. Yep. It looks really cool.
1: And now, okay, and now a turtles game as well.
3: Yeah, like it's an old school. Dang. Turtles arcade game type thing. Okay. So. Good times. Whew. So yeah, bits and bobs, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say like I don't think I think if you missed it, like don't go back and rewatch. I mean, this sounds like I'm just this sounds like I'm shilling our stream. Don't go back and rewatch the actual stream. Just watch us like being sarcastic about it because yeah. it wasn't like the most groundbreaking you know series of game reveals ever but we had a good time and the rock was there yeah and the rock was very briefly there pushing his energy drink and his new film
1: as promised as editorially promised by jeff keely there was at least one rock appearance
3: i mean it was like the rock was filming it on his mobile phone from his gym so it wasn't a kind of like (laughs) really no way yeah it was like
1: no it may (laughs) just be
3: that jeff Keighley bought a cameo of the rock (laughs) basically (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, oh, we could but, yeah. we could do
1: that we could splash out yeah. on a cameo and and uh hold our own summer game fest <laughs> yeah okay
3: um goat simulator 3 was announced jane i don't know if you were a goat simulator fan back in the day
1: what's left to do with goat simulator well wow. what, what more can we simulate about goats but i okay. mean they
3: didn't even do yes. goat simulator 2 so they're just skipping straight to three
1: okay this week we're listening to dine hard which is episode 11 ...of the apocalypse Saga, as premiered on the YouTube channel back in summer last year. How well do you mm. remember it, Mike? Um,
3: mostly well. I remember most of the stuff I got up to, but I also remember being extremely confused by everything that was going on because it was probably our most elaborate plan yet. And um, and so, yeah, uh, how well it was executed, I guess you'll have to find out when you hear it. It's a real high concept heist, this one.
1: Yes, so the premise is we spent the last episode basically planning for mm. this episode. The entire last episode was an elaborate, layered, Multi stage, multi it was the first half of
3: an Ocean's Eleven plan,
1: plan. yeah, right. (laughs) And this this is the the prestige, this is the reveal,
2: yeah,
1: ideally, where we all come out of it looking like slick geniuses. So (laughs) stick around (laughs) and see if that is the payoff or not. But before then, Mike, I've got a little treat for you, okay? Um, this seems like something that might pertain to your interests. I had an email. From a PR, a public relations person, on behalf of both Xbox 4 to Horizon 5 and Krispy Kreme.
2: And holy wow as a man
1: who enjoys both Forza Horizon 5 and, and Krispy Kreme yes. this seems like news tailored to Mike Channel I'll read you a little bit from the email okay Go so on. following last year's award winning success Krispy Kreme and Xbox are once again uniting with a bigger and better partnership wait did I miss it the first time yeah you did
3: oh no <laughs> you
1: were asleep at the wheel creating yeah, a legendary duo with epic giveaways certain to bring joy to donut fans and gamers alike <laughs> which is as we mentioned yeah, you me not only Absolutely. will the Forza Horizon and five inspired ultimate taste adventure range be available in store, but there will be a number of surprise editions along the way. Watch this space for another exclusive announcement in the coming days. So the headline really is the ultimate taste adventure range brought to you by Krispy Kreme. And Forza Horizon 5. Okay. Okay. Can you reply so, on
3: my behalf? Do you want to? I will. I'll I reply
1: di- and say Mike will accept. So I did a message.
3: <laughs> <send> <laughs> Mike donuts. will accept a box
1: That's... of 12 to his <laughs> mouth. I'm looking at the Taste Adventure dozen right now.
3: How's it look? At, yeah. What flavors are we talking about? Well, here? so
1: it's it's a pretty. Uh, okay. Except for one, two, three, four of the 12, they're kind of standard looking Krispy Kreme donuts. There's a chocolate one, there's a kind of glaze one, there's a pink okay. one. But the there are two. Exclusive new Forza donuts, all right. I'm gonna let you guess what the flavours are because one is called the Forza Festival Donut.
3: Burnt rubber and gasoline. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm thinking mm, festival, I'm thinking I think I'm thinking colourful, I'm yes. thinking fruity maybe. Ah. And it's, it's because it's like, if it's, is it Forza Horizon 5? Is it based it is, on Forza Horizon It is, specifically 5? Forza Horizon 5. So I'm thinking like maybe like guava or something like that, you know, oh. something kind of some tropical flavor, not, you know, not tropical, but you know, it's set in Mexico in this sort of like... So I
1: maybe, think you're working like too hard on Forza's behalf, but you're really? not is wrong. Is it a jam donut? <laughs> <laughs> I will give you a point for Fruity because it is okay. a donut filled with raspberry and cream... That's cream with a K-R-E-M-E, obviously. Of course. They're not allowed to call it cream, I assume. And topped with icing and a Forza logo sugar plaque. So right.
3: it's a oh, jam on. donut that's,
1: with uh, a Forza logo on top. <laughs> they're barely
3: even trying here. Although I shouldn't be saying
1: this, otherwise. But they it is fruity, so you kind of—I yeah, mean, right. raspberry jam is yeah, a fruit. I'll take it. That donut will be joined by the game changer donut. That's the game changer donut. Game changer donut. Now, what is a game changer donut, Mike?
3: Is it, if you want to change the game in donuts, you have to create a donut with two holes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only way to change the game the in the eight of Donuts. Donut. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'd Game changing. It, if it's game related, it's probably going to have like green. It's going to be green probably Ooh. because like of Xbox colors, they won't be able to resist making a sort of Xboxy colored donut. So I'm imagining like green icing, maybe like a lime or like an apple filling or something like okay.
1: that. Okay. Okay. This is good. Again, you're working far too hard on behalf of Krispy Kreme because they've hire me, Krispy Kreme. I can help you guys out.
3: <laughs> Taste testing.
1: In the same vein as what you've described, but with much less effort, it is right. a donut. Um, <laughs> right.
3: Good. Well, that's established. It
1: has white icing on top, but on top of that, it has green stripes. So you're yes, right. Yes. There you go. I knew the green a on it. There you go. Point for the green icing. And on top of that. So I'm going to read from the press release. With a delicious brownie batter filling. So I guess that's like uncooked brownie, like brownie dough. And it says topped with an Xbox sugar plaque. So it's got like a green Nexus, you know, like an Xbox logo in the center of the donut. The ultimate gaming snacks, it goes on to say.
3: (laughs) Well, send it it to us, the ultimate games.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the ultimate gaming and donut fans <laughs> so um, once again that's the ultimate taste adventure range
3: yeah available i do think they should have made one that point. tasted like burnt rubber because right that, you know a donut in a car is like burning your tires up isn't it basically
1: yeah so. It would be like the um, Gran Turismo scratch and sniff disc, scratch
3: and sniff disc available in the
1: what '90s, I assume. But it'd be like a
3: taste version of it. Yeah, delicious.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So look out for those if you've got a Krispy Kreme or enjoy Krispy Kremes. (laughs) Okay, Um, that in no way relates to what we're just about to do, which is listen. Yeah, it
3: does. A Big feast, right?
1: Oh, okay. Oh man, I missed the connection.
3: Eating's the segue. Okay, Mike.
1: Um, I relinquish my podcasting duties because <laughs> I'm clearly not fit for this this great role. So you lead us into the into the rest of the show, please. All Do right. Segue.
3: Get ready, folks. Tuck a napkin into your uh, into your collar. It is time to dine hard. <laughs>
4: So Liliana's advancing army, let's call it, because that's what it is, um, kind of pauses as she raises a hand somewhat regally and takes in this figure standing on the beach with a pair of impressive rooster legs, kind of opening his arms in a welcoming gesture.
0: You received my invitation. (laughs) Welcome.
4: The crowd of, um, of Egbert soldiers part as she sort of just walks toward you, Dub, as Vocatus, and says, Who in the
0: hell are you? I think it matters less who I am and what I can do for you. But the journey has been long. You must be famished. <laughs> Won't you follow me inside? Um, I'm already you're... walking inside. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she d- starts speaking as you turn, and you actually hear her go uh, uh. She is not used to people turning and... Well, not swanning off, but...
2: Roostering off. Roostering (laughs) off,
4: yeah.
0: (laughs) With these legs, once you start turning, it's very hard to stop, so...
4: (laughs) Can't stop, I'm already walking. She raises a hand and nods for the, uh, the army to follow.
0: Oh, please. I've laid the table just for two.
4: She doesn't seem to heed that at all. She keeps walking as you say this, as does the army, and she makes no sign whatsoever to dissuade them.
0: Liliana, if everything I've heard about you, if even a fraction of it is true, you don't need this army to protect yourself. Please. I would rather talk to you one-on-one, magic user to magic user, away from prying ears. And I think you'll like what I have to say.
4: Well, that of course depends on what you think I need this army for you seem to think I'm using it to protect myself while we have lunch my plan was to raise this entire building to the ground find the people who normally live here and butcher them mercilessly
0: and yet you seem to think we're on a date? (laughs) (laughs) A date? Call it a business meeting much as I love a conflagration for what is a party without a bonfire? (laughs) Who are
4: you? And what is your best reason why I shouldn't have you gutted right now?
0: My name is Vecatis, and the best reason is... What's that? Well, I think I hear the dinner bell.
4: <laughs> Make me a charisma persuasion check, please.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> There's a lot of riding on this one. <laughs> the,
0: um, all right. Okay.
2: Twelve
4: she raises an eyebrow and seems to, um...
2: The dinner bell is underneath the portrait, I mean, I give it a kick with my boot.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Your timing seems excellent. She sort of opens her mouth and then as the bell actually rings, she seems to sort of arch an eyebrow. She seems amused enough that she's going to let this play out for at least a couple more minutes. So... (laughs) She <laughs> Is she kind of giving you a sort of disconcerting smile, dob, almost as if she has caught you in her web, not the other way around. She says, "Please.
0: lead on." She hasn't reckoned for Dobbs' three-dimensional chess. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, okay, I, li- I, I. Three-dimensional on... chess is
3: just chess. <laughs> I lead... <laughs> <Eggberg's> finally <laughs> learned this. <laughs> I, I,
0: okay, I, I lead on uh, down down the hallway towards the dining room. Uh, as I go, I say, I, I gesture broadly, I suppose, to where I think Vacatus is going to be waiting for Liliana, and and, and just say, um, oh, that room's being um, that room's being bug bombed due <laughs> to um, the uh Pardon if you do detect the smell, um, but later we'll get high off the fumes, deliciously high. Um, and I, yeah, I lead into a di- into the dining room that I think we've uh, we've been in before with uh, Corazon. I think you're here in a portrait. I'm in the other
2: one, the one where.
4: Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a little recap in, in cool. just a second. All right. Liliana leaves the the army very literally on the doorstep. They're okay. arrayed in in rank and file, <laughs> just yeah. waiting for her command to tear this place apart um and sure yeah she she walks into the dining room and sort of takes a look over the place and that might be a good opportunity to just quickly recap on where everybody is so Corazon you're in the other room which is going to play host Mm -hmm. to real vocatus and
2: fake Liliana as portrayed by Prudence I am the second
1: illusory dining room
2: I'm painted into a painting of of me over mm-hmm. the uh, fireplace, holding two cutlasses. Just... This is that's right. really
1: when we need the Oxventure playset. You know, like the dollhouse. <laughs> <and> the... <laughs> <laughs> that is the only way I'm going to keep track. But please continue. Okay,
2: so that's it. That's all I'm doing. I'm in a. Penalty.
1: Okay, okay. Well, I'm I'm sat at the table. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sat at the second dining table, awaiting vacators. Although disguised we as haven't... Liliana. Disguised as Liliana, although we haven't uh, determined how have vacators will arrive at Necropolis on Sea.
4: Indeed. Uh, Merowen.
1: Okay, well, seeing as Corazon is looking over Prudence, I think one of us needs to <laughs> look over top. So I'm in the rafters of uh, the dining room that he and Liliana are in.
2: In the uh, dining rooms in Necropolis on C, there's a sort of uh, gallery that runs around the higher uh, level of the dining room. Oh, we're both
4: of it. Well, I, I can, I can, so be lurking I, can sit, in the... I can hide in the little. Yeah. Was that one of your recent improvements?
2: Yeah, well, I thought it added Knock a. through certain... the ceiling, make yeah, a yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. mezzanine yeah. dining room. Make a double, room. double high mm. mezzanine, double high dining room,
2: level and dining room.
1: So okay. you can throw things on people when they're eating. I get it. That's good. That's good.
2: Oh, <laughs> I, I, I needed a swingable chandelier, so. I needed oh yeah, you need
1: the high seat. Yes, yeah, yep, of course, sense. of
2: course.
4: It's so embarrassing when you have to tuck your knees up to stop your feet grazing the floor when you're swinging
0: <laughs> from the chandelier. <laughs> it's all for
2: swashbuckling practice. I need to swing on a chandelier for half an hour a day. Just to get yeah, them you don't want to jump onto the chandelier and your arms don't take it And you just stack exactly. it off immediately no.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Occasionally lock the butler in the freezer Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, Egbert Yes What about you?
3: I'm in the kitchen at the moment with bismuth presumably mm-hmm. yep. um, And I'm, I guess I'm going to look around for a, a sort of waiter outfit maybe I can't imagine there's one in my size But there might be one I could wriggle into somewhere um, Yeah.
2: We, had, we used to have a lurch so it's pretty. Yeah, good. it's true. But I'd imagine he's like
3: long and slim, and Egbert is a chunky boy. So um, yeah. Okay.
4: Well, we'll just um, in some,
2: put in some pregnancy panels in the back.
4: Egbert, <laughs> <laughs> I need flap. you to make me a Dex acrobatics check to get into <laughs> to get this uh, uniform <laughs> it, without tearing it. Is it a running and, start um,
2: to get into the trousers? <laughs> yeah. And
4: Corazon, I need you to mark down inspiration for that. We used to have a lurch line. Okay. So Thank you. Very good. Uh,
3: eight plus two is ten
4: okay so you know that bit in Night of the Living Dead where the corpse walks towards Barbara right and then you get the the reverse shot and you realise it's a funeral suit so it has a slit down the back right that is basically what you're wearing. You're in sort of a hospital gown, <laughs> but it's 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 evening wear. So right. you're going to have to bear that in mind as you sort of to and fro from the room. Right. I'll
3: Unless you move, want to bear something else.
4: Yeah, lots of lots of respectful bowing presumably on your way out. But yeah, there's <laughs> there's very real danger that you're going to show everyone your butt.
3: Okay. Well that's what's <laughs> new. <But. laughs> um it's, 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 it's butt. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I feel like I you know, I need to also to I mean my face is probably quite recognisable so um mm. could i fashion a sort of small moustache out of a brush or something <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not too it. small a moustache you know but.
4: yes i'm going i'm just going to allow this thanks yeah you you have a small sort of like pencil moustache sort of like a john waters <laughs> really thin line yeah. which over your dragonborn snout is um it's quite impressive
3: yeah cool well, it sounds like a perfect disguise to me as long as I don't turn my back at the person. <laughs> <laughs> we'll set the
4: moustache on fire. Yeah,
3: we'll set the mustache on fire. Which yeah. is
4: a very real and present danger. Yep. Okay, so, um we will uh with that all established, let's cut back to the dining room where Liliana is kind of standing.
0: Uh yeah, I'm going to walk to the, the far end of the dining the the kind of heads of the uh table, uh big chair, and I'm going to sit on it sideways with my chicken legs up over <laughs> Uh, one arm, and I'm going to just start um, picking at a bowl of grapes and dropping them into my mouth. Have a shoot, won't you? <laughs> just Delighted. Watch, just oh. watching from above going, oh my god, what's he doing? <laughs> um, uh, try the wine. I had it brought up from the, the cellar. The, the finest and rarest and most valuable vintage.
4: She's going to pick up a glass of it and uh, give it a quick sniff. See if it's in any way poisoned. Did we poison the wine? Did you poison the wine? No. Okay. No. She's going to she's going to have a sip and kind of go, mm. it's actually not bad.
0: To your good health. That is the and sort you- of thing you say when you have poisoned the wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah.
4: Now, be a good fellow and tell me what exactly it is you want.
0: Mm. What I want, Liliane, is for... Both of us to get something that we want now. Uh, outside the door, that uh, army of yours very impressive, by the way. Um, how did you, uh, how did you cook them up?
4: Well, the answer's in your question. I cooked them up.
0: <laughs> very droll. Speaking of cook, I thought I heard that bell a little while ago. Service. <laughs> Okay.
4: <laughs> you hear this in the kitchen, where um, the first course is indeed ready. All right. It, it's been ready for about fifteen minutes, but Bismuth can cannot stop making the joke Bismuth, because she's sort of she's made a <laughs> delicious lobster, lobster bisque, bisque. Right. and she's going
0: okay. sort of like eh ah, eh. Ah, it's Bismuth. <laughs> does that, does it need
3: reheating?
4: No, it's it's still it's it's perfectly ready. It's just that she's refused to plate it up until she's, right. she gets the reaction she's after.
3: I, I laugh sympathetically. Ah! <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very good bismuth, Very good.
4: She accidentally right. rolls her wrist all the way round as she tries to ladle it out. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, clumsy! And ladles out two bowls of bismuth.
3: All right, I'm going to grab those two bowls and I'm going to take them in and I'm going to edge around the edge of the room until I get to the table <laughs> and then place them.
0: Ah, finally, yes. Uh, now, I take, I, um... Uh, I, I take the whole bowl and just <laughs> ah. oh yes bisque <laughs> gosh um, will, will that be uh, also <laughs> no in fact um, hang around won't you uh, yes okay. Liliana that um, that uh Oh, that's good, Bisque. Yes, that that army of yours, uh, it's all very well to uh, to grow an army, isn't it? But uh, I wonder if you might be interested in uh, another way of doing things. What if you didn't have to grow the army? What if you could bring anyone under your will completely?
4: Well, it sounds fine, but frankly, I've already grown the army. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's a fair point
4: This is just a small portion of it I'm going to use the whole thing to flatten Geth But first I'm going to kill uh, The pesky band of, band of adventurers Who live here known as the Venturers Guild Which brings me to my first question Where are they And what have you done
0: with them Well I'll confess I haven't seen them Here at all or at least Uh all but one and I stand up grandly uh, and I walk over to Egbert and just with my hand I just cover the moustache. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> <laughs> Behold! Oh. Egbert, <laughs> your hated enemy. How did I come to have him here? Well, I'll tell you. I have a very powerful a very powerful magic that brings anyone, even a warrior as strong as this, your chosen warrior, the one you chose to clone, under your command. And I will teach you the secret if you do something for me in return. But first, proof. Egbert, fall on your face. I fall on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Revealing my
3: butt.
4: I need a charisma performance check from both of you to sell this performance and the (laughs) platform. That is 14. Okay. Another 8 plus 4 is
3: 12.
4: Oh, says Liliana, looking at Egbert's butt.
0: (laughs) It's quite something, isn't it? Magnificent. It is different, yes. (laughs) And let me tell you, Liliana, this uh, magic that I'm offering you today is unlike... Any other spell of enchantment you've ever you've ever seen? He is completely and permanently under my thrall. The spell requires no concentration. I do a little prestidigitation with with one hand, just to sort of prove that that uh, I'm you know I'm not concentrating on keeping Egbert in my thrall. And I say, uh, no, start doing star jumps, Egbert. <laughs> I get up and start doing star
3: jumps, facing towards people, just to be clear, facing towards people.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: okay. That's fine. You're doing star jumps now.
0: I captured this fine specimen at a, a chair factory not long ago. Um, uh, he had been left behind by his friends, I assume, uh, betrayed uh, by them. I can I can only assume he was he was trapped. I saw my moment. I used this. Oh, but I almost said too much. Let's just say he was brought under my control using a technique that I'm willing to share, if the price is right. Indeed. That will be all for now. But, but uh, Garçon? <laughs> okay.
3: Um, I edge back out of the room.
4: <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Don't
3: go anywhere, Garçon. I, I stop. Not really sure who I'm taking orders from now, but okay.
4: I assumed there'd be a price for this, and I want you to name it now and I want you to know that I'm not here to play games. Um, I'm more than happy to just subjugate all the people of Geth by force, let alone bring them under my command, and I feel awfully like you're about to suggest we rule together. (laughs) Now, say what you will, um, but I just want to forewarn you, if I don't like what it is you're about to offer, I'm just going to storm him to death with knives now. And we can sort the rest of it out later, all right? Because you're right, I have come a long way. I am tired. Frankly, I'm getting a little bit tired of this one
0: still existing.
4: (laughs) Um, We shall. Oh, okay. okay. We shall cut there to um, the rest of the house um, because you hear the door get kicked in. Gleefully, not like in a We're here to kill everyone sort of way But sort of like a Look at my magnificent feathered legs Aren't they magnificent? <laughs> uh, and you hear a voice go a Yoo-hoo! Bismuth! Bismuth! You're not still cooking the soup, are you? And you hear Bismuth kind of rush out We like. Okay, everyone
2: Bismuth oh. knows her role She'll play it perfectly
4: Oh! Master Vocatus. I see you are here already. The bismuth is ready, or so, to be served unto you and your guest, Liliana. Was it? Yes, Liliana. That's right. I see she's she's parked the car. <laughs> <laughs> What's a car? <laughs> she goes, well, where is she? I hope you've seen her into a room and made her comfortable. I've got a lot of entertaining to do, you know, and I don't want an audience that isn't already warmed up. <laughs> is just off in this dining room here. It is the finest one and don't worry about the other. It is being (coughs) fog bombed. (laughs) The case goes, oh, noxious. Horrible. Well, maybe we can get a little heady on the fumes later. (laughs) Very well. Ah, Vocatus, your time is now. And he opens the door kind of like... (laughs) Throws open the door and li- quite literally struts into the room mm. <laughs> and sort of walks up and sees Prudence as Liliana and goes, oh, good evening, and does a very deep bow.
1: Amazing. Good evening. I uh, I was expecting someone else. I came here to destroy my nemesis, the Oxventurer's Guild. Who oh. are you supposed to be?
4: Well, I wouldn't worry too much about the Oxventurer's Guild. I'm uh, somebody with... Um, let's just say, an offer to make. He sits down and sort of, mimicking the other dining room, swings his legs up, sort of crosses them. He sort of pours at a bowl of grapes, but it's slightly too far away. So instead, he, um, while making eye contact, clicks his fingers and uh, a glass of wine just fills itself from the bottom.
1: Cute. I have an army outside.
4: I noticed. They're very nice.
1: So who the hell are you?
4: Well, me. I'm, uh Let's just say I'm somebody very powerful who... Mm, I sense you have designs on Geth as well. And let's just say that, uh Well, I think we could probably work together, you know, and uh, make the whole building an army thing sort of irrelevant. After all, there's no, uh, no point in having an army to fight your enemies when there are no enemies to fight in the first place, shall we say?
1: But I already have the army! The army's ready to go. All I need to do is mercilessly murder the Oxventurers' Guild and then I'm ready for world domination. I don't see how you factor into this at all.
4: Well, world domination is such a messy business. There's all the killing. There's the paltry, pitiful resistance. There's the the emotional speeches as the, the heroes all die. I mean, look at this. This mawkish painting here. A man like that who has it in his own home, mind you, an enormous oil painting of himself with two cutlasses and no shirt.
1: It's dreadful, isn't it?
4: I mean it is done in quite high relief, which I appreciate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So much paint on this A lot.
2: A lot. There must (laughs) have have been macheted some of this at least. Is he noticing the abs?
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's twelve there's
2: twelve of them. (laughs) I painted on
1: a few extra. Uh. It's true what they say. You can't buy taste, can you? (laughs)
4: Indeed. But you really think someone like that is going to go quietly? No, the goodbye speech would take 25 minutes, even if there were nobody there to hear it. And it's boring, Liliana. It's boring. But if they all sign up to be subjugated...
1: How do you know my name?
4: Well, let's just say um, your reputation precedes you.
1: Well, yours doesn't. Who are you?
4: <laughs> yes, I suppose, um, I suppose that's fair. I'm, a, I'm an old hand around guests, but I've been out of the game for a little while, shall we say. A few hundred years or so.
1: Really? Yes.
4: But uh, listen, I've been all on this talk. Sabbatical? Um, you could put it that way, I suppose, yes.
1: Hmm. And your name is?
4: Oh, Vocatus. I'm so sorry.
1: Fine. The thing is, Vicatus, I quite like the mess. I enjoy the violence. I was quite looking forward to it, starting with the brutal murder of the Exventurers Guild. And I feel like you're somehow involved in them not being here.
4: Well, now, that's a bit of a stretch, I think. I wasn't exactly... Well, it's not like I drove them away from home. I may have been palling around on the mainland of Geth, and um, perhaps they they saw fit to come and interfere with my affairs. Um, which is when I thought of you, actually. I thought, well, if I've accidentally put these adventurers out of Liliana's reach, and she doesn't know where they are, perhaps I could help, um, you know, rustle them up again, and then, you know, tit for tat, i give the venturers to you, and mm. uh, you at least hear me out about my plan. But well, all of this is, is such hungry work. Are you hungry?
1: Well, I have been waiting for a long time at a dining table, so yes, let's eat something. Very
4: good.
3: Ding, 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 ding.
4: Um, Egbert, you presume... I mean, Egbert's doing star jumps in another room. So there is a, a, a slight wait, and then you just hear like a series of, of creaking, cracking noises. As Bismuth, Bismuth sort of enters the room, like with uh, the doorknob clamped in her premolars, goes like Bismuth, and she puts down two two bowls of steaming bisque. Vacatus sort of takes a spoonful of his and goes, "Hmm, oh, oh, bisque, hmm, lovely bisque. Could do with a bit of salt, though." Liliana, could you could you pass the salt?
1: You have a we have a servant for that. Bismuth. Give the man salt.
4: <laughs> of course, yes. Thank you, bismuth. Mmm. Salty bisque.
1: <laughs> I, I taste the bisque. How does it taste?
4: Very, very good point. Do make me a wisdom perception check. This is not just for the bisque. I'm not getting <laughs> I'm not getting all
1: I use my powers of perception on the bisque. It's salty. Uh, mm. Alright, wisdom perception. Hang on. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, that's a five hmm tastes fine, bisque tastes fine Bisque tastes fine for a five mm. you get you, that's it bisque tastes the bisque tastes, tastes fine. you that's don't fishy. think your bisque yeah. needs salt, okay, that's well. the most you get. you're like uh eh, it's bisque it's fine. Mm. Avocator seems annoyed. Mm. that's literally all you've got. you're not sure what it is, maybe it's that you wouldn't pass in the salt, maybe it's that bisque actually makes him angry. You don't know.
1: <laughs> okay. So anyway, as you were saying.
4: Well, I just, you know, I think um, we both we both want the same things. At the, at the end of all all things, I, you know, we both want to, to rule over Geth. Um, we both want to see the Oxventurers um, vanquished. I just thought we could maybe team up a little bit. I
1: Make don't know sure anything are... about you. And I, in fact, I find you quite annoying from the off. So why would I want to team up with you? Why would I want to rule a world with someone I just met and already find quite irritating
4: (laughs) well I suppose that's a fair question let's just say that while you've been idling and um, that growing your your little dragon baby army um, in far less time I've already taken over several cities across Geth Hmm. all of them are Praising my name and um, putting together affordable yet yet stylish and, and and sturdy furniture to expand these cities and basically turn Geth into one big party town. And you know what? Not one person has died fighting. Sure, some have maybe um, had a bit too much to drink, perhaps, and they've they've fallen under a wagon or off a high thing or. Or other such misfortunes, but uh, the point is that I am taking gas bloodlessly, and I'm doing it with or without you. But like I say, I want to avoid conflict, so I thought maybe we could um, work together. I could, um, I could bring you in on this because I feel like you have something, something special, Liliana. Something you could offer me. And um, you know what this bisque needs, though it's um, capers. Ah, capers. Have you ever tried capers in bisque, Liliana? They're absolutely... D- oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. Uh, no, well, I'm afraid I can't get the lid off this jar of capers. Uh, you, w- you wouldn't be so kind as to take the lid off this jar of capers for me, would you? its I'd ask the help, obviously, but, I mean, look at her frail wrists. Surely uh, her forearms would explode were she to attempt such a thing for me.
1: Well we have a we have a, a much stronger, larger servant for that. Um, oh,
4: do you? Well
1: Bismuth, fetch the lurch. I shall fetch the lurch She um
4: she she lurches out of the room herself. Um
2: It's weird that Liliana knows so much about the staff of this yeah. house.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true actually.
4: Well, the case has just rolled an eight. <laughs> because it's weird that you know so much about the staff from this place.
1: <laughs> I assume a grand old mansion like this, you have to have a lurch.
4: Oh, I mean, well, yes, look That's at the place. That's what comes
1: with the place.
4: Yes, true. I mean, obviously, oh. I've
1: never been here before, but, you know, you see, you're here, you assume... Lurch right.
4: Somewhere. No, and it's nice. It's nice to be to be to dine in a place with a lurch, and yet you want to raise all this to the ground. Really, shame on you, Liliana.
2: Hm? While Um Vicatis is distracted, I would like to just whisper to Prudence from up in the painting, uh, and say, "Prudence, remember the thing in the library about the appetites, about how you defeat vacatus Said by appetite, he will be undone."
1: Right. Yes, the prophecy from yeah, the, the prophecy. inside of the prison sphere. Make him eat a
2: thousand bisques
1: <laughs> Give me yeah. Right. So the inside of the prison sphere, there was an inscription that said, "The beast, uh, his works shall by his appetite be undone," or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, well, well.
2: And then I return to my.
1: Okay. Thanks. I, Co- thanks I, pay, I paint on two more abs. And I... <laughs> I make a note to mentally thank Corazon return. for the cryptic clue later.
4: Uh, okay. Um, let's cut back to the other dining room, um. where. Dob was about to make some grand overture to to the very real Liliana who wants to mulch up Egbert with a storm of knives.
0: Rule alongside you, Liliana, why you have me all wrong. I am a much humbler man than you think. Uh, I am a simple being of simple means and simple pleasures. As I say this, I walk over to the table and take a fistful of butter and smear it on (laughs) a. A uh, thick slab of honeyed bread <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. oh, the honey bread. You must try the honey bread, Liliana.
4: I really don't want to. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, I say, licking honey off my fingers. As you know, <laughs> as I'm sure you have spies everywhere, as you know, I have already taken control of many cities in Geth. I've done it bloodlessly, not that I care about a little blood, rather gets the adrenaline up it's very exciting isn't it when things die Um, but uh, look all I really want though is uh, a principality you've heard of the prison island of Alcatraz
4: yes of course everyone's heard of Alcatraz there was a horrible ballooning accident there recently if I recall
0: (laughs) yes yes it was very funny Um, I I want it want it i was imprisoned there for a little while and uh let's just say uh the only thing that kept me company in those long imprisoned years was dreaming of building my party utopia a single island of of revelry and and non-stop drunkenness and and all the debauchery you can imagine all contained all focused in just one island i don't want to rule a lot of Paperwork, a lot of putting down rebellions. No, thank you. No. You take over Geth, grant me my principality, and in exchange, I'll show you how to bring uh, an entire continent under your thrall. Try the honeybread.
4: <laughs> Make me a charisma persuasion check. This is not about the honeybread. <laughs> She's probably not going to try the honeybread. Merilyn, how are you doing up there?
1: I'm just keeping an eye on it and just and where being like, oh, what was that?
4: What, what is it?
1: That
0: is Little Ox Venture Shield.
1: Hey! I'm just like looking on and just being like, what is going on? I've just seen <laughs> Egberts, but I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Why, where is he going with this? What
2: are these feelings I'm feeling? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've heard the dinner bell ring in the other room. Uh, so while Liliana is thinking, uh, I say... um, Perhaps another demonstration of the power of my magic. Thrall. And I look at Egbert and I say, yes. go into the other room and inhale a lot of bug bomb gas and hurt your yeah. lungs very badly.
3: Yes sir. Yes sir, I will.
4: Okay. Sure. I Egbert edge one? towards
0: the door backwards.
4: She's yeah. actually going to let you go. That's
0: nice. Now you can go be the lurch. I think. I can go be the to lurch in the other room, weirdly. I suppose. Yeah.
4: We'll stick with we'll stick with this room for just a second. Liliana says, <laughs> "Well, if all you want is Alcatraz I suppose growing an army of Egberts has been quite expensive We've had a few setbacks you understand, which is why I was so keen to come here and slaughter those who stand in my way Now you say you're not one of the ones standing in my way
0: Absolutely not and imagine Hmm. the power you would wield if those who have been stood in your way were on your side and screaming inwardly all the while
4: that does sound better than tearing them apart with a cloud of knives, I suppose. All right. I'm listening. But where are they? Where are they? If you knew I was coming here and you managed to clear out the Oxventurers, where have they gone? How do I know they're not waiting in the wings or glued under a rug or some such nonsense? They're fond of idle japes. <laughs>
0: it's a lot of work adventurers are you glued to a rug or hiding in a under a tureen or anything I'm just saying this derisively uh, and I'd look under a silver um, platter and go hello <laughs> <Comment on. laughs> hello I go look behind a curtain I' go prudence <laughs> I uh, there, what's this under uh, oh gosh in this drawer dob oh no it's a paperclip I don't know where the ox <laughs> adventurers are. I told you I found Egbert in the chair factory, and presumably abandoned by his cohorts. I don't know.
4: Hmm. This all just seems very convenient. That's all.
0: Never look a. Never look a. Uh, never look a horse in the gift mouth.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, I think I might. She stands up and she starts to approach. I think I might look the gift horse. In the gift mouth <laughs> <laughs> and she she starts to come closer to I'm you uh, Dobber vacatus she is approaching we will cut back to uh-uh. the other room uh-uh. Uh-uh. Egbert you are free to lurch your way in
3: I uh, yeah I'm gonna head into the into the room and um, again keep my butt uh, planted <laughs> next to the wall as I edge around to the table to go and get okay. to where I'm needed all right hello then. Can
1: I help? This man <laughs> needs this jar opened.
4: Oh, no, the... really, it's it's no trouble
2: at all. I'm Being on the I'm wall, sure... I have a full view of Egbert's rear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Constitution no. saving fact, no, I, ed- uh, I edged Constitution directly past the thread. painting, and, okay. you know, it's just, it's just oh, weird. Fun, Rub isn't? on it. That's yeah. a te- it's it's wait, 10 plus 2.
4: Okay, <laughs> you're feeling some new feelings, but you don't, you don't show it outwardly.
3: <laughs> um...
4: I just... No, it's 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 fine, really. I It was just an idle thought that perhaps my bisque would go well with some capers, but... Oh, um, I'll get
3: that for you, and I'll open the jar, but pointing it at his face just in case a snake <laughs> pops out or something. <laughs> I don't
2: know if it's all spring snakes. <laughs> okay. Damn you, you <laughs> trickster.
3: trickster god.
2: It is
4: It is a normal jar of capers. He kind of goes... <laughs> he looks you up and down and goes... Fine, thank you. Uh, the bisque is... Um, is cold anyway. Um I so oh,
3: I can t- reheat take- re- it for you if you want. Uh,
4: no, that will not be necessary. Just take take it away. We're ready for the next one. Take 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 it away. Take it away. Take it away.
3: Okay. I guess away. I'll take it away. away with all
1: right. Well, after all the caper talk, you don't want any capers.
4: Well, um, well, you know, I just
1: You're weird. Well, capers. where
4: I where I come from, you know, opening capers for a friend is, you know, a, a, a sign of, uh, of, of 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 Oh, of, of, go uh, on,
3: have one. Just have one caper.
1: Yes, sure do. Don't Just hurt Lurch's feelings Just He's one. Caper. The jar the, you know? yeah.
4: Why Just should I one. worry about hurting the
3: help's feelings? Just one, I'll help you And I flick a caper at his mouth
4: Make me a uh... <laughs>
1: This is it, this is how we find his <laughs> I wings guess so. This would be a dex check I guess <laughs> I guess so yeah <laughs> By his appetite shall he be undone <laughs> he,
4: he ate one, an one caper
3: and choked on it Plus two Thirteen
4: <laughs> Okay, uh, you do actually manage to flick the caper It sort of lands in the corner of his mouth And he goes Very well. He kind of eats the caper.
3: Mm. Another?
4: No, one is fine. Thank you, I've eaten the caper. I believe I've fulfilled my duties not to upset the lurch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. So. Well, there's no need to be rude, is there?
4: No, uh, forgive me. Uh, Forgive me, my lady Liliana. No, you're right. I have been horribly, dreadfully rude. Here, allow me perhaps uh, a toast to both of us. And he sort of repeats the wine trick. There's a goblet next to you that stood empty and it now mm. kind of fills up with wine.
1: Can I um, non-magically inspect it for poisons or other yes. tricks?
4: Yes. Make me a wisdom perception check.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm doing really good with those. Uh, <laughs> oh, Twelve.
4: You can't be certain. You especially can't remember whether it's an Ed2O wine or an Optimus wine or a, <laughs> wine or mm. a Neon... Whatever that pun was. Genesis 7. Um, that's the one. You can't identify it precisely, but, I mean, you are fairly certain that this is the same magical wine sure. that Vacatus has been um, poisoning all Smells of... familiar. All of Gethwiz, yes. Mm. Um, it seems that whatever he's planning, or whatever he's been trying to do, um, he's now taking a different tack and just trying to straight up bring you under his control with the wine.
1: Okay. Well, where I come from, it's, uh, it's good manners um, for... For opposite parties, drinking together for the first time, to drink from each other's glasses. So cheers. And I put my glass across the table and take his.
3: Okay. Can I have some wine as well, please?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, here you are. He passes you the glass that that, uh, Liliana just handed him. And he, you notice he grabs a a decanter and pours himself a, a glass of white Oh. It's just with seafood, with you know. With the
1: bisque, of course. Of course. Right, um, right. My
4: refined palate. Forgive me, really. I should have... here. <laughs> he fills another glass next to you.
1: Okay. Well, I'm not terribly thirsty right now, Vacatus. What are we doing here? And what do you want from me? And where are the bloody Oxventurers?
4: What I want is for us to join forces. I want us to take over Geth together, and I want us to to rule it. It's that simple. And as a, as a part of our, you know, our our pact. I mean, you can even take the whole the whole thing if you want. You know, really, I, I I an advisory role would be great for me. I'm not even much of a of a natural leader. You know, maybe just sort of like a minister for partying or something similar. I just want to see you do well, Liliana. I admire you, and I admire your talent, shall we say. So I'm just looking for a small token of of our friendship here, you know. will yeah, you know, you, you you didn't want to open a jar of capers for me. That's that's fine. Not everyone likes opening jars of capers. I, but I thought at least, you know, perhaps we'd share a glass of wine and you'd come to see things my way.
1: I don't often sit down at a table with a, a potential enemy, with a stranger and then make a deal with them. So maybe you could um you could give me a reason to trust you. A show of strength. What powers do you have? Why should I partner with someone like you? As far as I can tell, all your magic is conjuring wine.
4: Well, that's rather the heart of it, I have to say. But um it mm, now this is difficult because all the proof of my might is currently sort of wreaking its its way across Across Um it'll be much easier to just just take you out and show you after dinner. Are you sure you aren't are you sure you aren't thirsty, uh, Liliana? Are you sure you don't want to just have some wine? <laughs> uh,
1: um, all right, I um, I pretend to take a drink of wine and I throw it over my shoulder at the painting, assuming that Corazon will not drink it either. <laughs>
4: Okay, make me a deck sleight of hand check, I think. Yeah, it
1: is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Oh, that's 19.
4: Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, well, that is, yeah. He does not notice that you have tossed the wine away. And he goes, oh, finally. That took too long. (laughs) Normally, we don't even get to the soup course. Thank you so much, Liliana, for finally just having a sip of wine. It's... uh, In a moment you're going to have another and then you're going to have another and then basically you're just going to want to drink the wine for the rest of your entire life and you know what I didn't actually want to do that to you because I mostly respect you from your reputation you seem like uh, a real swell person but Nonetheless, uh, once you've had a couple more glasses of wine You're going to, I may as well tell you You're going to pass me a jar of capers I have got another one here Or you're going to pass me the salt Or you're going to do something for me And then I'm finally going to be able to rob you of your bloody magic
2: While for is ranting and shouting Mm -hmm. I would like to use Mage Hand to take a glass full of the wine And throw it into his open ranting mouth (laughs) (laughs) From my position within the painting Mage Hand can just do that can't
4: it Um, I'm going to ask
2: you Sure can.
4: I'm going to ask (laughs) you to make me a dex throw Okay To try and bullseye his his, Like you're
1: remotely operating the hand
4: His angry ranting mouth
2: Just straight dexterity
4: Yep, unless you have proficiency in wine goblet
2: Uh, I do actually, weirdly Um, No I don't (laughs) uh, Okay that's a 13 plus a 4 modifier So that's 17
4: Okay, just going to make a constitution saving throw Okay. Uh, you managed to slosh a fair bit of wine into Vicatus' mouth. And he goes... What have you done? What have you done to me? This isn't supposed to happen. You've just just had some of my wine. You're not supposed to throw wine in my face. I didn't... Liliana?
1: I, I barely moved. I was just thinking about having another glass, Vicatus.
4: Yes, you should have another glass... Why don't you just... um? Here, here's some more capers. I need help opening these. Why don't you just open the jar of capers for me, please? I'll,
2: I'll open it for you. I uh, open it
1: and then down all the capers so there are no capers left and then I hurl it to one side. <laughs> <laughs> I know your game, Vecatius. <laughs> the, the capers give me strength. Salty strength. <laughs> She's like... Uh, uh,
4: I didn't... Uh, I didn't expect that. I, I didn't... um, Um... Uh he reaches for a goblet of, of wine. Um and he's like <laughs> uh, um uh, and he starts to drink
1: Yeah he does. Bismuth, bring more wine! You can see I've got his... another glass for him. It's Lunch, fine. I asked for feathers. that glass.
3: Yeah, like, like, he handed me a glass earlier. Here you go. Have this.
4: You can one. see that his eyes are sort of getting wider and wider, uh and you also see that like he's clearly quite unhappy to be downing this wine, but also there's sort of a faint pulsing going on from his hand and you notice that as he quaffs the glass is just infinitely refilling <gasps> um, and he seems to be stuck in some sort of feedback I'm drinking lots of wine yes. loop oh. for the time <laughs> being
3: he, is he capable of filling me a carafe
4: let's see I'm going to roll a d20 just to see how much wine is it's going to be quite slow but there is a trickle of wine sort of coming down the side of his mouth and dribbling <laughs> off his chin,
1: backwash.
4: Meanwhile, um, in the other room, Dub, you hear the shatter of glass from another room.
0: Um, I, <coughs> I spring backwards. Uh, stay back, Liliana. I, I, had hoped that we would get to uh, the dessert course before we had to talk business, for it really is a rather striking croc en bouche. <laughs> but you leave me no choice, as a, apparently, or uh, it's true what they say about you sharp, sharp as attack, tack and. Uh, uh, and unwilling to compromise. Well, um. Well, look at this! And, um. I guess she's still advancing, but just as I back up, I, I'm just gonna pull from my pocket a. Uh, uh, a fife, which I think I have. Just as an a ambient bard inventory. <laughs> um, behold, Liliana. I thought we might get to know each other a little first before I would show you this, but this. <laughs> is the fife of Chauncey. <laughs> And it is the secret to ultimate control over even the strongest of minds. Now, anyone who hears a very particular tune played on the Fife of (laughs) Chauncey will fall (laughs) under complete control. But it can also be used to kill any target of whom you have an artifact. And just out of the other pocket, I'm going to pull Liliana's hair. (gasps) This looks like one of yours, doesn't it? And I put the fife to my lips. Why don't you take the sheet again? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Make me a charisma persuasion check, please. Another one. Oh. <laughs> yes, another one. Oh. I have a deadly. I have a deadly
0: fife.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: that is a roll high. <laughs> that is a seven.
1: I cast ah. Inspiration! inspiration. Oh, go on, go I, on, is, go, is, is
0: go, go. Go, go, go. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Inspiration! We used it! It worked! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that is 12 plus 4, 16.
4: She pulls out a chair, she goes, a fife? Really? I
0: and didn't create it. take a seat. It was made by a god.
4: <laughs> there was a god called Chauncey?
0: A great and powerful one. Even to speak his name is to invite damnation. But I don't think that troubles you, and frankly, it doesn't trouble me. They have more fun in hell anyway. This fife, once blown, will bring... Once, once, once a certain tune is played, will bring anyone under complete control. Now, Liliana, I see that uh, with you we have uh, a little bit of trust to build. So let me begin. Uh, And I'm... uh, I just shoot a... Very brief, just a little significant look at the hair and just do a little prestidigitation and, and it burns up. My insurance, gone. And I'm going to give you the first half of the tune. It goes like this.
4: <laughs> Catchy.
0: Yes, very much so. Now, Liana, <laughs> if I may spell out the rest of my scheme to you if you'll just let me finish kill me if you will burn down this whole house kill every living thing in it but hear me out please for the sake of, this, for the, sake of the chef who's gone to so much trouble where's that croc on bouche <laughs> I walk to the, the, the wall and I, I pull back a curtain and if I've remembered my geth geography right we should be looking at the mountain from peak performance
4: yes
2: mm.
0: look up there the highest point in all of Geth very very probably <laughs> <laughs>
4: she, she looks like us mm, probably
0: play the fife up there in combination with a, with a particular amplifying horn <laughs> that I have placed up there in my laboratory <laughs> and all of Geth will fall under your immediate control mm. Shall we go there now?
4: Yes, I suppose an after-dinner stroll would be interesting.
0: Very well. Well, uh, I mean, you're a magician of of means, quite the sorcerer. How about I uh, see you there? I'm going to teleport, personally, and I turn invisible. (laughs) I cast invisibility on myself. Okay. Okay. And Um, I hope that Liliana will now leave and go off a mountain (laughs) where there's an ice dragon. (laughs) But, <laughs> uh, that's true <laughs> But I, I guess that's somewhat up to her I, I feel like I've given it a good good go Yeah, invisible And I just hold my breath <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, You hear Liliana go Mass murder's just Never as easy as you think it's going to be these days <clears throat> <sighs> And you see her sort of squint Out the window and then
1: uh-huh. She disappears
4: Um, Also after that you hear as like hundreds of pairs of identical clawed feet turn and then there's like a as an entire army of Egberts starts marching toward a mountain.
0: I look up, I go on invisible and look up at the rafters and go bloody hell Meryl went. <laughs> oh my god, right? <laughs> oh. I didn't think she could actually teleport. Yeah, I okay, was like don't... okay
1: I hope he knows what he's doing here because I
0: don't. <laughs> we maybe don't have as long as I thought. I thought that she would have to walk up the whole mountain but no. we don't not, It's not going to be long. I mean how long is it going to take Liliana to kill a dragon? One second? One point two? <laughs> she might be back any minute mate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now there's a saying and I don't know who's saying it is but right. it's that no plan survives first contact with the enemy, with the enemy and yes. it has never been more true than <laughs> in this episode of yep. Oxventure D&D which went out on the 1st of August obviously last year mm. it is so complicated Chaos. and also resembles last week's planning so slightly <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. I think it's i think the fundamentals were good, like but I I think it in when it's a plan that's in motion, um, and there are multiple different people. Right. There it's really tricky. Yeah. And like we we worked out the kind of clever stuff, but then we hadn't actually worked out what to do after we'd done the clever. Yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: that's why no plan survives first contact yeah. with the enemy.
3: <laughs> so what we mainly did is just hosted two dinner parties
1: at <laughs> <Yeah>. once. <laughs> and I think as the <laughs> episode progressed we're all individually realising that we don't have a follow-through. <laughs> no,
3: we're just going yeah, to feed our mortal yeah, enemies. Yeah, we only and have a plan to do a dinner party
1: way. and not to actually fulfil our yeah. objectives and goals. Yep. So that was that was fun.
3: <laughs> and Egbert shows his butt multiple times, so that's good. Yep,
1: figuratively, literally, all, yep, all the whole ways. Ass. <laughs> yeah, shows Yeah. Oh, um, do you want to know? Because what I've been doing with, with Andy on occasion – is letting the Google AI robot tell me what the high points of the episode are because it has a clever little algorithm that like digs out the highlights and puts them in a timeline for me here in Google. Yeah, go for it. So it it begins from about five minutes. Recap of where everyone is, which I think... That
3: doesn't sound like a highlight.
1: (laughs) Well, I think you can agree it's important because it's... um... It's
3: important, but it sounds like admin.
1: Okay. Then is followed by the highlight at the second illusory dining... So I guess right. that's useful, right? That's the, the, the yep. second of two illusory dining experiences, followed by bullet point, the dining room, and then the importance of wisdom, dot, 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 which sounds really ominous and yeah, like a it's, good chapter heading. Yeah, that's sort of
3: cryptic and, yeah. you know. Yeah, so intriguing. I'm just wondering
1: basically if we can repurpose the Google robot AI to just to write this
3: chapters for us. How, yep. it se- how it segues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the main podcaster skill is finding segues.
1: Yeah, the next chapter is The Mystery of the Capers, which I love very much. Yes. Capers, as in the weird little green things, yes, rather than. But in a very real way,
3: adventures. the entire thing is a caper yeah. as well. So it's got so a double
1: meaning. Double the meaning. The Google AI robot is
3: layers upon layers. A in the adventure. This is what you come here for.
1: And then at thirty-seven minutes twenty-six is the wine trick, which is yes a fabulous title. Followed by the wisdom check at thirty-seven ah, minutes thirty-eight
3: seconds. That makes it sound like a callback, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And then finally the great caper challenge so google's ai <laughs> robot is really hung up on the capers in this one
3: loves those capers yeah <laughs> loves them all right well i like to think like an ai
1: just cannot fathom how <laughs> yeah. humans are voluntarily like ingesting these weird little green salty dudes called capers
3: talking of ai have you seen this thing that's doing the rounds on social media which is this amazing bit of ai software where you can just sort of type where it in, mashes it up create, sort of image yeah, results. It will, it will, yeah, create yeah. images like yeah, sort of weird dreamlike images. It's very, that are, very
1: clever and frightening, yes.
3: Yeah, they're, they're dreamlike, but they are recognizably mm. the thing you've Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. asked for. And it's very strange. You can, you can you know, kind of you can see
1: how it's working, right? Because if you do a Google image search and you get like hundreds of similar images, you can definitely like scry a bunch of information out of those yeah, of and course, then compare yeah. them to a bunch of other images and then find a way to kind of smush them together.
3: Jamie Rowland, a friend of ours, is yes. um, uh, he put in like Jareth the Goblin King bowling. Ooh. And it was like, yeah, basically exactly these weird that. dreamlike images of Jareth from Labyrinth. Yeah. Ten-pin bowling. Very strange stuff.
1: I think the theme is we're all working to a plan, but no one knows what the end point of that plan is.
3: Yeah. Or just uh, even, even just like the intervention point, right? Like we had the setup. Yes. The setup was golden, yes. you know throwing two dinner parties. Yeah. It's just that <laughs> How do you at some point during that process, yeah. you've got to then intervene and, and do something. <laughs> yeah. and, and no one knew yeah. what that thing was.
1: <laughs> like so. we ran out of patience in the planning phase last week and then was just like, you know what? Let's just go with what we've got and wing it when we run out of tracks. <laughs> and so the whole episode is like laying tracks down for an oncoming train, uh, yeah. but not knowing where the train is supposed to go, really.
3: It's true. It's true.
1: Quite a lot going on with Corazon nudely posing in a painting yep. that took up a lot of, of my Helping, headspace contributing yes <laughs> i think someone tweeted weirdly with weird synchronicity someone tweeted a, a piece of fan art at us uh with that very that very thing in it oh uh,
3: yeah the sort of portrait it was types. a reimagining
1: so was like- of like the birth of venus yeah. you know that, that very yes. famous painting uh but with yeah. corazon standing on the giant clamshell so
3: Very good, but we're all in it somehow.
1: We're all taking part in that painting, so it's good. It's good. One day I'll have a house with uh, a big Oxventure mural. It'll (laughs) look more or less like that. Yeah,
3: I'd like I'd like sort of uh, like 16th century like royal portraits of all the Oxventure characters. I think that'd be good. Mm. Maybe in a long hallway or a banqueting hall.
1: Or how about a mildly blasphemous Last Supper? But it's oh, yeah. Johnny, I guess, in the centre of the table. And we're <laughs> yeah, just like kicking over the the you know, the wine glasses and the goblets and the, yeah. the carafes and Seal Gaiman is monstering a pile of scotch eggs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um that's my that's my dream. Sounds good. Someone tweeted a bunch of photos at you recently, didn't they, of Seal Gaiman on a picnic?
3: yes that was lovely yes uh yeah some uh ox fans went for a picnic and purchased a real actual honest to goodness scotch egg and <laughs> took their their seal gaming along with them Aww. um and it was adorable it was yeah. an adorable little picnic outing and you know picnics are a key part of Oxventure, and yeah it was really nice to see that so well done you folks if you're listening <laughs> it looked fun
1: Okay, so much happening this week on the Oxventure front. I haven't even yet mentioned how Merowyn has recently, as recently as of like yesterday, been added to mm-hmm. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. So the latest playable Oxventure character in Idle Champions is now available. Yeah, and unlockable now. Her character art is. Amazing. I mean, it's, it's always adorable, amazing. Yeah. Um, but check out our Twitter feed or Instagram um, and get a look at that sort of anime styled Merilyn, who is really really cool looking. And yeah, uh, maybe maybe we'll see maybe see more adventurers coming soon ish. I wonder if anyone's going to collect the set or if anyone is is on their way to collecting the set. You know.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm sure they are. Yeah, almost certainly. Because so
1: far we've launched obviously Prudence, Corazon, Rust i.e. Yep. Johnny's Tabaxi, and mm-hmm. now Merylwen. So, I mean, you Only tell me. Only two
3: left. Yeah, Will they make yes. it in? Yeah. Who knows? I know.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to see them all in the same party, you know, walking yes. along, idol gonna look amazing, championing yeah. along.
3: Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it as well, but I, I think what's really interesting about the conversations that we've been having recently is that um, I think, as more of the oxventures get added to the game, I think what the developers really looking to do is is create some interplay and like mm. reactions between the two of them, mm-hmm. between you know or between all of them basically. So um, so it's not just going to feel like you know individual um oxventures who don't you know coordinate or relate to each other. I think there's going to be a little bit little easter eggs and stuff like that in there. Mm. I think what's what's really cool about what Idle Champs does with this stuff is that they really dig deep into the character and um. They want to cr- make each character a sort of highlight reel of of, of that character, um, which is really cool. So everything is, you know, thought about and considered and, and made appropriate for that particular character. So I'm looking forward to trying try Marilyn actually, and, and seeing how that all, all fits together.
1: Yep. Do you think the way this week has been a week, capital A, capital W, is anything yes. to do with the fact that last week in the UK, we had... Three days on and then four days off. I think
3: it's a key factor, yeah. (laughs) A jubilee weekend, um, yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people who can relate to this, which is that like some jobs, in some jobs, when you have days off, you just end up doing all the work you would have done on those days off, but in in the time you've got before the days off, if that makes sense. You know, I, I think what's good is that certainly in the video game side of things, there's like exciting announcements and reveals and things. So that's yeah. sort of re-energizing it to a degree. And um, yeah. Of and course,
1: yeah. in years past, this would be E3 week. We, we'd be we in LA. All, we'd
3: all be in LA. And in another Currently timeline, Andy's maybe we would all
1: be in LA, just uh, hanging out on the roof of the standard. No, wait, not yet. We'd be working till all hours in horrible hotel rooms <laughs> making Currently videos. Currently we'd be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: But then after that.
1: After that. Rooftop after that. of the standard. In fact... Andy right now is hopefully not working until all hours in a grotty hotel room, but is in LA and will mm. be joining us on Sunday evening on the YouTube channel on Outside Xbox oh, yes. to live react along with us to the Xbox and Bethesda showcase mm. event, which is happening, I believe, six o'clock UK time. So yes. join us on Sunday evening if you're in the UK or morning, mid-morning if you're in the US uh, and other time zones are 6 also PM available. 6pm to pm
3: yeah we'll be there we'll be live yeah
1: so we'll be firing up the hype meters again oh to, I love the
3: hype meter it was fun playing right with it yesterday <laughs> to cali- calibrate it check it still worked but, yeah, right yeah good. right
1: so it's it's fighting fit and ready to go for Sunday and oh, I yeah. mean who knows maybe we'll see our first Starfield gameplay In I way, think case, we will
3: I know the game's been delayed burn but the place I think down they-
1: they uh, probably hot, hot hype before
3: before they delayed it, they were probably building a sort of vertical slice demo type
1: thing. That's and what I'm assuming. Yeah, so it is delayed, but mm. potentially there's still you know something to show. I think something to tide Exciting. us all over until 2023.
3: Yeah, it'd be good if there was. I mean, they're not going to show any Elder Scrolls before they've shown before they've got Starfield out the door. But good Lord, no. we know that's coming as well. Yeah. Exciting. Also.
1: 2023 Mike is not that far away given that we're just coming up on halfway through the year.
3: Don't say that because <laughs> as far as I'm concerned New Year's was last week and I'm really struggling with how hot it is right now.
1: <laughs> Did we break the timeline is time accelerating are we doing like more than 1 second per second now and that's I what think, this yeah, is? I think yeah
3: I think the two years of lockdowns and things has yeah. just broken all people's perception oh, of no. time. I cannot believe it's June. It's going to be midsummer. Like yeah. in two weeks' time.
1: Um, so. In fact, the Oxventure fifth anniversary is coming up in September, which we've been reminded this week. We so we should
3: totally celebrate. We really should, re- go to should a celebrate, figure out something. something. I think we should have a party in a castle, or at the very least, like a, a folly of some sort. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a little Victorian, a folly, fake yeah, a folly would be appropriate. Um, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> given given how we conduct ourselves, there's a
1: garden center near me that sells like bespoke follies for your garden. You really, know, like mini folly. So maybe we can break into the garden center and have a have a party in a mini folly castle.
3: Have I already talked on this? I think I already have talked on this podcast about the fact that if you go on AliExpress, you can buy an inflatable Irish pub, Ooh. like a ba- bouncy castle style Ooh. Irish pub, right? So maybe we should just put. They're like. So you buy
1: pounds. a bouncy pub. I'll bring yeah. a cake with all the Oxventurers on it. Somehow it can
3: be like the Oxventure Tavern. Yes. This is, this is perfect. Yeah, this and then, then we can plan. charge
1: admission or something.
3: <laughs> to ourselves. To
1: ourselves. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Make um, some money
1: back on this thing.
3: Two hundred pounds each to cover the inflatable pub.
1: How much is an inflatable pub going to set you back?
3: I think it's like a thousand pounds. What? Last time I checked. Yeah. Plus shipping from.
1: Man, China, you, guess, could, you could spend so much money in a real pub. You could spend £1,000 for £1,000 in a real pub.
3: Yeah, but you own this pub, and also it can be folded up at the end of the day and taken home with you. Right,
1: right, right, right. Plus,
3: it double, does double duty for St. Patrick's Day.
1: Yeah, kids' birthday parties. Sort yeah. of slightly age-inappropriate birthday parties. <laughs> yeah, I was about
3: to say, yeah. what are you feeding these kids at the well, birthday Well, it's
1: still party? bouncy. It's still a bouncy castle at the end of the day, isn't it?
3: Well, it doesn't have a bouncy floor. It's more like what? solid floor, oh. and then, but the, the walls and ceiling a light like, inflated.
1: I was imagining a proper bouncy castle with bouncing. It's not. It's just an no. it's an inflatable pub basically. Yeah. Like a pop-up, pop-up pub.
3: Literal pop-up pub. Wow. So. Wow.
1: Okay. Well that's I think we should get
3: one. Oh, I think next time I think when we do uh, when we next do a convention where we can actually do meet and greets, we should do them inside an inflatable Oxventure Tavern. All
1: right. Okay. Let's find some sort of appropriate sponsor <laughs> who yes. wants to get us an, a pop up pub.
3: If you own a business and would like to bankroll the Oxventure Inflatable Tavern, <laughs> definitely not a scam, TMTMTM, <laughs> TM, TM. Um, then, then, then get, get in touch. touch.
1: Yeah, hit us up. Well, um, I think we should crack on and publish this podcast onto the internet and then Probably. stream some Oxventure D&D onto the internet. So busy. Oh, And uh, by the way, if you hadn't already spotted yesterday's feature, I am, I'm quite proud of it. Mike, I think you did a great job. You're the sort of oh, lead presenter nice. on it. And um, it's got some very funny footage from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom yes. Menace in it, which yep. I captured and had a great time with. The feature is called Seven Times You Made the Game Unwinnable with Your Nonsense, and yes. it is a good giggle. So if you need yes. a good giggle, check that out on Outside Xbox at your first convenience. Why not?
3: Yeah, people often ask us like about like writing division and stuff, but this is one of those uh, rare occasions, I think, where like, you'd written for this feature but weren't you weren't available when we were shooting it so yep, yep. Uh, all those star wars jokes are your are Jane Douglas specials yeah um
1: i really enjoy watching other people deliver my jokes because i actually i think you and andy not to get all mushy here but i think you and andy do a really good job of delivering well, jokes well, in a way we all that
3: do. i, I you know I, I i appreciate that that's lovely but i i do feel the same way about you as well i think the key is that um I think when you write something you have a sort of s- certain idea slight idea in mind of, of how it's going to be delivered but what's funny is stuff that's surprising so when someone else delivers your stuff you get that sort of element of surprise about your own work and it's sort of compound like fun because you wrote it but also it's a different take on it and a new delivery so oh. so yeah i don't don't do yourself down because i think um you know your delivery on stuff is hilarious as well yeah. So well we have a lot of fun isn't that nice
1: isn't that a nice way to wrap up this week's podcast come back though next week for the actual actual season finale of apocalypse saga oh, yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild one
3: I'm gonna wrap up this apocalypse yeah this apocalypse is cancelled one way to, or to, another <laughs> yeah to to quote to sort of paraphrase idris elba <laughs> <laughs>
1: And on that note, on that inspirational Idris Elba pseudo-quote, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.